Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of the community members. Find us at whateverworks.audio and why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Whatever Works, except when it doesn't. Whatever works, works, except when it doesn't. Incorporating Better Before, our new tagline, Aidan Bell. Can I speak now? I'm not, I'm not going to interrupt you again. Two shows in a row. I spuck when I should not have. Hello, everyone. I'm still here. Aidan Bell here in, in, I was going to say sunny Hatfield. Actually, you know, it is quite sunny today, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, fan them, as they say. We're, this, this is the Intercity Show. And the reason it's the Intercity Show is because it's show 125. Oh, boom, boom. <laughs> you have to be of a certain age to get that one, but I like it, Ted. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> and it's um, the end of November we're coming to you. And don't forget that we've got our new website, whateverworks.works, whatever works, works. Whee! And the new RSS feed, which we'll put into the show notes again, just in case you can't find us. Um, and the um, MeWe group, don't forget that, of course. You've been very good at bringing stuff over there so keep it coming everyone and don't forget that you can now post stuff um, related to better before in there as well um, tedsalmon.com was your way you'll find me aidenbell.com for aiden and if you want to buy me a coffee you can do so at paypal.me forward slash tedsalmon thank and you so much please do please do because ted the work you've done on those three sites is tremendous Yay! so everyone thank buy you, ted sir. a coffee how kind, indeed. Um, right Swamp now, the man in, drown the man in coffee. <laughs> <laughs> One last quick mention for our merchandise Black Friday special. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, it is Black, it is Black Friday, Friday today. today, isn't it? Yeah, um, we can sell you a mug and a coaster set for 10 quid, including post and package, or a t shirt for 10 quid, including post and package. <laughs> so, um, there you go. If you want to get in on that, do email me at my usual email address and we'll. We'll get that moving for you. Aiden. <laughs> Do you know it is? It is Black Friday, isn't it? Which I've taken to calling Amazon's annual electric toothbrush sale because <laughs> that seems to be all. Whenever you go to Amazon, right, what have you got this year? It's a ruddy toothbrush. Yeah. It is, isn't I, I it? Think well, I think that this Black Friday seems to be better than the last one that we put into Room 101, which was, um, what was the last one? The October sale or something. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. It um, is getting um, a bit like MFI, though, isn't it? Every five minutes, they've got another excuse for yeah, another sale. Yeah. There are some stuff. There is some stuff in there. So do have a look. And the yeah, if you, if you want a T-shirt or a mug and coaster set, then give me a shout. Well, as you so succinctly said, Ted, there are some stuff in there. <laughs> there are. There is. And, uh, and I did purchase myself something today, which I'm, I just want to tease and I'll come yeah. back to on a, on a later show. Um, I've been giving a lot of thought of late to my smartwatch, which I find that A, I'm barely using because I just don't seem to have interest other than getting the basic notifications upon it. And B, my eyesight is becoming so ruddy awful, I can hardly see it anymore either. So um, mm. I've taken the plunge and I've bought myself a new watch on Black Friday. And I'm terribly excited about it. And I shall say no more, except that if it lives okay. up to expectations, there will be a very, very happy Aiden on, on the next show. And I'll tell you all about it. 
Okay, we'll look forward to that. And um, I do remember once upon a time we talked about watches right in the early days when Richard Yates was on the show. Yes, and he he said that he found this watch which was massive because because the same thing eyesight and it's like a station clock on your wrist. <laughs> um, I can't remember who made it now, but it, it it looked really. I nearly bought one, but they are quite expensive. Anyway, we'll, well look I, I went to through a lot of machinations, and I look. You know what I'm like, and I looked also. I started with the square ones because I figured, well, the square watches maybe they've got. You know, it might be. Easy easier to have huge great big display on them but they're so ugly and I went through anyway yeah. I, I won't say any more except that um no I won't I won't say anything else at all. Have you no anything? it's it's Black Friday Ted have you purchased anything have you wasted any money today um I have and we'll come to that in the items as okay. we go through the show so um because they are featured in this very show and we'll come to Good them grief. but okay in the meantime let's get back to some feed not not get back to let's get to <laughs> some feedback <laughs> yes indeed chris kelly you may have heard of him <laughs> Back. We love you, Chris. Dear Chris has come back. Chris Chris Mark 1 for today has said, "'Twas I who commented on the comedy topic and the chap I spoke of is Daniel Kitson. You might remember, dear listener, that there was a very interesting post about a marvellous comedian, but whoever posted it didn't say who the marvellous comedian was. Well, it was yeah, Chris yeah. Kelly and the marvellous comedian was Daniel Kitson. There isn't much of his work out on the web, says Chris, but if anyone wants to check him out, the best place to start is his own website, www. Daniel Kitson, which is K-I-T-S-O-N dot com. If you want to know about him uh, and the almost cult status he holds in comedy circles, The Guardian has an excellent article and there's a rather long URL, which I'm sure you'll post in the show notes, Ted. My yeah. personal claim to fame, says Chris, is that I've seen him so many times that he once paused his act, pointed at me and said, I know you. Have you seen me before? And we then chatted for a minute or two there and then. <laughs> Very nice. I had a look. I've never heard of this bloke, and I looked <laughs> him up on um, YouTube following Chris's post. And I have to say that um, I only sampled. To be fair, I only sampled one YouTube video. Um, so, so maybe it was a, a not such a good example. But I didn't find him that funny, to be honest. But you know, it, it's subjective, isn't it? As we but, said and in our discussion, and also, it is so objective. Yes, yeah, subjective. And, and, <laughs> So yes, and also as I say, it may be that I just picked a, a duff one, and yes. there's much better out there. So I shall continue the hunt. In the meantime, let's talk about motion sensor, crazy fire, outdoor security lights. Oh, let's please, yes. <gasps> With Steve Litchfield, he's bought this motion sensor. No, I won't go through it again. Um, he's <laughs> bought this security light for outside. It's IP65 waterproof, rated 600 lumens, and only 23 quid from. Uh, guess where we have two of these now he says on walls outside our house very useful when you step outdoors after dark and stumble around tripping over watering cans <laughs> toys bricks and yes. so on the motion centers light up the gadget for a minute and after de detecting something um, in its motion cone and then turns um, the light off again afterwards. The main attraction here, though, for him was not having to wire it into mains electricity. Unlike you, Adrian, that was the best part for yeah. you, wouldn't it? <laughs> The thought of drilling holes and laying cables for each was just too much for me personally. Aww. So I take four D-size batteries and stick them in each one of them. And then I have to replace them like once a year or something. Um, and um, he's as happy as Larry, as they say. 
Um, the, the things only come on for a few minutes each day, he says. Given that my Blink X2T cameras are also battery powered, I'm fast becoming a no wires Ted <laughs> AA salmon sort of chap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are many of these out there. So, I mean, the disrespect to Steve is to say, yeah, it's just another one. But the respect to Steve is to say thank you for, for checking it out for us and recommending one because there are so many dozens of these out available on you know where yeah. that it's good when somebody will is able to stand up and say, well, here's one that I've tried and I like. Yeah. And if you go to if you head on over to the MeWe post, you'll find two or three other good people who've recommended two or three other similar products. So there's even a choice yeah. of recommendations. How about that? Excellent. Now, talking of the MeWe chat, this one had a bit of a build-up. <laughs> That's a bit cheeky. Oh, Mrs. Don't, don't, Mrs. This is, <laughs> this is Mrs. Ian Watson on the silicon <clears throat> nipple. Oh, wow. Oh, Mrs. Don't. Two silicon nipples. Both of these are Heinz bottles, says Ian. I mean, back to, back to sensible land. These are regular um, bottle tops on Heinz bottles, which have a nipple on each one. On the left, he said, in the picture, which I'm sure you'll kindly post for the listener to see, Ted, is the silicon nozzle type that doesn't make a mess. And on the right, the last bottle of salad cream I purchased is just a hole and makes a mess. Room 101 for one and gold star for the other, methinks. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's the, different, different design. One works, one doesn't work so well, I suppose. I think it depends how well they're made. Um, because some of those silicon nipple ones actually do work quite well. But if you look at the... The photograph is in the post that Ian put on the MeWe group. So have a look at the post and you'll see the photograph. The one on the right is basically a hole. And the one on the left is the silicon nipple thingy. Yes. And I think it depends on the manufacturer and how they do it. Because I think there are different implementations of it because i have had ones i'm sure you have that actually work properly but my point is that these all of these bottles are rubbish anyway because you can never get the last bit out and it's much better to have a jar or something i think or a toothpaste tube yeah yes this is um it's interesting though that they come from the same manufacturer yes yeah that's true but then, and also, but I mean, tomato sauce bottles have a have a, a, a reputation and a history of you shake them up and down and nothing happens and then they go, <laughs> and it all comes out at once, doesn't it? I mean, we don't want yeah. to spoil that for anybody, do we? Do you remember the, the advert when they it, they were all clapping the bottom of the, 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 the yes, bottles? Yes, yes. Clap, 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 clap on the bottom. Yes. And it <laughs> always amuses me when you see, in real life, when you see someone pick one up and shake the heck out of it because they don't think anything's going to happen and they get about a gallon full on their plate. Yeah, oh, I, I like the ones that we used to have in cafes in the Wimpy Bar, and they were a, a, in the shape of a tomato. And oh yes, they were just, yeah, and they worked perfectly well. And when it was empty, you filled it up and started again. Great. Yeah, I'm sure you could probably just still buy those retro cafe stuff. Anyway, thank you, Ian. That was a very interesting item and lots of generated comments again in the Miri group. So go and track that one down. Now, Garage Doors. Harry Myrie is living in the USA and he has bought himself a Lift Liftmaster Wi-Fi control garage door opener. I recently had a new Internet of Things enabled garage door installed in my house. This week I installed the MyQ app on the iPhone, which enables me to open and close the garage door from my phone. This morning, I further gave permission in the key Amazon app 
So there's an Amazon app called Key. If you look it up in the Play Store, it is there. Um, to be able to open the garage door and drop off parcels. Um, I signed into my Amazon account with the Key um, app and it shook hands with my queue. I ordered a box of biscuits to test it. I can, <laughs> I can open the door and close the door fine, but connecting to the Amazon system was maddening. I went through the setup again, however, and all was set. I heard the door open when Amazon turned up. Um, I was walking downstairs and the door closed. So when I opened the door to the garage, the package was, of course, there. So he, what he doesn't say is that um, if the driver from Amazon has to do anything to shut the door or whether it just stays open if he doesn't bother closing it. I didn't quite get that bit. But um, it's all good. It may be on a timer and come down after a couple of minutes by itself anyway. But it's, it's I mean, everything is becoming so automated and so clever and so interconnected. I mean, I myself have just uh, in recent months started playing with um, If This Then That, the website on which you can, you know, you could the whole myriad of when I walk into the room, this should happen or when I'm 10 metres away from my house, close this or open that or do the other. And of course, this is ideal for a situation like that, isn't it? As I approach my house, open the garage door. Great it fun, is. great fun. Yes, indeed. Well, good luck with that, Harry, and hope it works out for you. I'm sure that it's available in this country as well. Um, and talking about tech stuff, just briefly, last one, Ian Barton on Malt Cloud. Um, the problem that, that um, some people have had is that when you want to move data from services, say Dropbox to Google Drive, um, for example, you have to download or delete the whole lot from one and then upload it to the other one, which takes loads of your broadband um, bandwidth up and all the rest of it. This service called MultCloud, which was also which was also discussed um, by Steve Heinrich on the Pixel Swim podcast, which we'll link to in the show notes, um, it costs ten pounds to move up to one hundred and fifty gigabytes per month, and the free plan, he says, Steve says, allows up to thirty gigabytes of transfer a month. So um, Steve can also verify that this works very well. You don't need to download and upload everything again. They do it for you for a price. But if the 30 gigabytes is enough for you, then you can do it for free. If it's not, you can pay £10 a month for one month and then do all your moving and then um, cancel the the subscription the next month and go back to the 30 gigabyte one. Um, Once it's done, it's done. So it does look quite interesting and a good solution for those people who regularly look for bargain cloud storage and jump between the two unlike you Aidan I cannot comment but agree (laughs) (laughs) let's move on let's move on and you know what let's see if I can make put put together some sort of awful jingle for this (laughs) oh whatever (laughs) crap Christmas presents time ladies and gentlemen just one this week from Mike Latour thank you Mike for bringing us Billy Bass do you remember Billy Bass Ted oh this is a classic Uh, Mike says for a very crappy Christmas you can't beat Billy Bass I agree Mike annoying and ridiculous give him to that relative you despise or maybe not he might enjoy it Billy Bass for those of you who haven't had the pleasure is basically an artificial fish stuck on a bit of wood that you put up on the wall and a I'm not sure whether is it is it sound activated or motion activated or you press a button and yeah. this thing flaps about and sings stupid songs and I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just an awful bit of silliness for Christmas. Um, yeah. Now actually, Mike posted a YouTube video which I'm going to play live on air here. What's what's he singing? Here we go. The button's been pressed. Oh, don't worry, be happy in, in this case. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I did watch that um, for, for as long as I could stand yes. it. 
with the with the head and the tail flapping about. It's a yes, it's a, a real crap Christmas present. It is. It's it's almost too nice though. I mean it reminds me of those awful singing reindeers <laughs> they sometimes have at cafes and things at Christmas. Oh yeah. Yes. Anyway, thank you, Mike. Enough said. <laughs> yes. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay then, Ian Barton's back again with a Cheapest Chips Quickie and this is a consumable and it's rhubarb and ginger gin liqueur and for some reason it's really cheap. Um, he says, I'll drink to that. Fed up with the epidemic and awful weather, cheer yourself up with a G&T. Not only a G&T but a rhubarb and ginger G&T. This is a liqueur so it's not just ordinary gin incidentally. Um, three for a fiver at Morrison's and Tesco he says or you can buy one for £1.90. £250 mils each that's really cheap isn't it three for a fiver and that's 750 mils of um, that feels like a lot to me or am i am i misguided i'm not really a drinker i'm not au fait with the price of alcohol except that i think it should be more more expensive to discourage people from becoming alcoholic but um <laughs> i'm afraid i don't know Okay, fair enough. Anyway, there you go. It is cheap, cheap as chips. Judge Barton has said so. Indeed. Oh, God, if it's the judge himself, we shall not argue. <laughs> I want one. I want one. I want one. I want one of those. I want a paper stool. Stop giggling. Really? Stop giggling at the back. <laughs> 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 do you know, I hadn't okay. even thought of that till I just said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I used to do a stupid thing with friends. I used to have pictures of me and it would be like, um, well, one, the one that I'm thinking of is me walking past a bar stool and I'd show people this picture and say, what am I doing in this picture? I'm passing a stool. Boom, boom. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. there were various ones. There was one, um, oh, I was one of me at Tesco putting my uh, roasted chicken through the till and I said, what am I doing? I'm checking out the birds. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I digress. Yeah. A paper stool. For £24.99, you can buy literally a stool made of paper. It's basically as if it's like a ginormous book. It's like a whacking great book that's about a foot and a half tall. And when you open it, imagine you're just opening a very large book and displaying all the pages, but then you open it all the way around until you reach the back. So it's a complete circle of paper. And it's, you can sit on it. It's a stool. It takes weight. I mean, according to the thing it takes, I think it's up to 100 kilograms weight this thing will take um and it i mean i don't want one no of course i don't but i'm intrigued and i wish i had one to at least experience and sit down on once just to say i've sat on a paper stool there's a youtube video which makes a lot more sense than i'm managing of it and it just seems like a fun thing to have a stool made of paper and it must be jolly light too so i mean if you if you, there could be a genuine use case if you're going somewhere and you need a chair with you when you get there to sit down take your paper stool with you not japanese is it it could well be. They're the, they're the ones that um, do the, the, all this stuff with paper. They, yes, origami, the, yeah. Paper is, um, if you, it's like anything really. If you put enough of things together in the right shape, mm -hmm. they can be strong. Yes. Um, you know, the, 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 there's this this trick about folding paper and how tough it gets when you fold it. Yes. Um, back back on itself, and I, I I don't I'm not sure that this would hold my weight, but I, I might be surprised. Um, um, you know, I. It, 
interesting little. I've actually got a little dressing table area that could use a stool. Maybe I should get one and try. You and, should get and one try and, and try it. it. And, but if and you if, if you do end up on your bum on the floor, do take a picture to show us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, very nice. I mean, anyway, I know paper is you, very. You can't you, you you can't bring something onto. I want one of those and say I don't want one. Of no, those. I mean it's 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 the thing I seem to be doing regularly now is I want one of those but I don't want to pay for it. That's basically what I'm saying. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> I know paper is can be extremely strong intention. So it's just getting it in compression. But I guess in the same way that they design girders in buildings where a lot of the the, the force actually becomes tensile, even though it's as, yes. you know, you know what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, I do. Steve yeah. Litchfield will explain it much, much better. Move on. <laughs> somebody, well, somebody take one for the team and get one of yes, these and yes, feedback, please. please. Buy a paper stool. And in the meantime, we'll have a coffee. And this is so cute. I, I, I wanted one of these so much that I've, I've just ordered one. And I, 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 my, a present to myself from Santa. It's just so cute. It's a Bodum coffee set. And it's three pieces, a double wall travel mug, an electric coffee grinder and a um a press so that so you you basically have all those things all those lovely things that you've got in one machine in your yes. house um, but it's in three different parts but the so the uh, presumably the um the the coffee grinder's got batteries in it somewhere i didn't explore that that far um and it grinds your beans and you stick it in the filter thingy and make your coffee and then you've got a mug to put them in but the, the point is that it's 35 quid reduced from 45 quid and if you order it from Bodum's website, incidentally, it's sixty quid. Whoa. Unbelievable pricing. Whoa. But Bodum the other day had it on Amazon for forty five quid. And I noticed today it's thirty five quid. Really odd. Um, but I really, really like this uh, whole thing so much. And I think that this having something cute and lovely like this might get me um, back into having proper coffee instead of instant coffee again. Um, I think it's really nice. And I like this colour. I know you didn't like the colour, did you? But I think that this it's called Naked. And it's um, <laughs> probably, very, probably very racist because naked shouldn't always Indeed, be. Indeed, yes. Yes, but we won't go there. When I first saw it with this sort of pinky colour, I didn't like it at all, and I thought, ooh. But then I saw the sexy black version you can get, and I, and I went, ooh. Uh, and I really, yeah. I, you know, again, it's entirely uh, objective, each to their own. Uh, for yeah. you, the pink. For me, the black. Either way, you get a cafetiere. So, I mean, you are yeah. going to have lovely coffee there, Ted. Yeah, it's a, it's a one litre as well. Wow. Which is, which is actually quite big. That, that's good for two big cups of coffee, isn't it? Um, so it's not it's not just a piddling little thing, um, it, but it just looks like I like Bodum design. I've had you know glass um, cafetiers from them before, and yes. they always just look nicely designed. Nice. Some of their teapots are really nice as well, all glass teapots, and this is no exception. I think that they they go in for good design, and it, it, it looks nice. So anyway, has it arrived? Uh, San, Do you Santa have it? has bought no. Ah, okay. Santa has bought me one, but it's it's on its way, so I should feed back. <laughs> I, I was going to say I couldn't imagine you not knowing whether or not there were batteries in it. If you already had received it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I need to get some um, coffee beans now, which I haven't got. Oh, I'll send you some coffee beans, Ted. Happy Christmas. How kind. Oh, no. I can sign up for that service that Absolutely. Chris Kelly talked Red, about. Redbur, yes. Red, Red something, is Redbur. it? Redbur. Redbur. That's the one. Okie dokie. Still using, still using. I am still scratching my back. Ah, do you remember I brought onto the show a long, long time ago uh, a, a cheap and cheerful back scratcher? I'm sure it was on cheapest chips because it cost something like three quid. Um, 
And it's no. it's basically a car aerial with a fork on the end. That's the easiest way to describe <laughs> it, is it not? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm holding one in my hands now. I have one here at my desk. I have one by my bed. I have a strange itch on my back, um, which I've actually been to the doctor with in the past. And we don't know why it is. Why so I just get an itchy back. And this is perfect. And I just forever, two or three times a day, I'm grabbing this thing and scratching my back with it. It's, it's all I can say. It's a back scratcher. You can scratch your back with it. End of. But it's lovely. And it's about three quid. And um, yeah, buy them. Use them for stocking fillers. Give them to your friends. Keep them around your house. And you will never be in need of a back scratcher again. Fabulous. Is it well made? I can't remember. It is. Again, I'm holding it now. It, it, I mean, it really, it sounded like a sarcasm, but it is a car aerial with a fork on the end. It's absolutely right. what it is. And it's about the quality of a car aerial. Before you, If you remember the days of putting aerials in cars, um, yeah. it's exactly like that. It's about that quality. Right. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually literally what it is. And the machine has just been adapted slightly yeah. to produce back scratches. But there we go. Yeah. Anyway, still using. Still a. using. What are you still using? I'm still using my the the one I teased actually on the last show when I bought the soup um the soup <gasps> containers oh, which yes. are still which are still going um and the the thing that I we make soup which oh. which was the I I brought this to the show in September 19 so it's just over a year ago and it's still really really good the tea file easy soup and smoothie maker we still haven't done any smoothies but <laughs> soup for soups it's really really good um it it's still going strong it gets regular use number of times a week um and it's so much better than those morphe richards ones that i brought onto the show prior to finding this t-file one um it is 82 quid i just saw um instead of the 40 quid the morphe richards ones are but you know you you to some degree you get what you pay for and, and you when you use this t-file one it's just so obvious that it's well made it's strong even the plastic bits are really strong mm -hmm. so, solid plastic and the the motor um sounds like it's actually working properly instead yes. of the Morphe Richards ones which always sounded a bit duff and the whole stainless steel thing of the the container and it curves round at the bottom so that when you're cleaning it it's just so much easier the the Morphe Richard ones again were had had um square bottoms oh, right, you yes. know the, you know what i mean and you had to get into all the corners to clean it this is a, a domed base well, like and it's just nice really really better, nice yeah <laughs> 80 but it is double the price yeah. and but i but we think it's worth it because it's lasted much longer than already than those morphe richer ones and highly recommended it's still going get one i was envious when you brought it onto the show before ted and i'm still envious now congratulations would you use it would you would you make lots of soup i think i would i mean i i don't make soup now you know we buy soups in pots and tins and packets and, and warm it up in the microwave but yes i would I th i'm sure i would but did you you this were you the same did you start out like me and then when you bought the thing you thought wow now we can make real soup no not really we didn't but what, what one of the things that spurred us on was the, the amount of waste you when you're preparing vegetables and you cut leaves off of of cauliflowers and and you cut the ends off of cabbages and you you cut bits off of mushrooms and you just you just i, I noticed that there was just so much waste with food when you're doing vegetables and i thought you should we should be using right. all this yes. so sure enough i grabbed um a handful of just this stuff that has come out the back of that chucked in a bit of um you know a, a, a couple of bits of chicken or something to make give it a bit of body 
but you can just make ordinary vegetable soup with yes. leftovers. It's so easy, and it and it's so it it, it doesn't ha- allow any waste at all. It's great. It's really really good, and and it makes you think about what you're eating. It gives you good. Um, healthy food as well yeah absolutely um, i thoroughly recommend it right double section for you still using for me i want one of those now that would have been a jingle except we haven't got one (laughs) 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 we still haven't got a jingle for the main section of the show have we oh blimey ted you need to write one (laughs) what have you got i've actually brought two things because neither is going to take terribly long the first is um i have a step uh, outside in between my studio and the main house because ha- where I am is an extension and there's a single step. So I've actually worked silly things out like I walk up and down the Empire State Building three times a year and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but, but again, with consideration for my mother and indeed myself late at night when it's dark, uh, it's a bit, of an, uh, a bit of a hazard if you don't know exactly where the step is and you're excited because you've just written the next big symphony and you go tripping ass over tit in the hallway. So I got myself a little <laughs> tiny set of LED lights. But I got some um, five volt ones that can plug into a USB um, point. So they're permanently on. They're on a timer switch, which is the same timer switch, by the way, that controls the famous air curtain in the corridor. Yeah. So these things come off, come on and go off. I don't have to think about it. Um, it's wonderful. It's a little strip. Uh, I can't remember what it costs now. And I stupidly didn't put it down in our recording. Yes, I did. £5.99. So it's practically cheap as chips. It's 3M. It comes with a peel away strip of uh, sticky goo at the back. So I just peeled this thing off and stuck it down along the bottom of the step. And, and voila, the step is illuminated, comes on, goes off by itself. It's actually so bright that I even put four layers of regular um, masking tape over the, over the LEDs to dim them down a little bit because they're a bit too bright for my liking. Oh, right. um, but very efficient. Sticks fine, works fine, job, job's done. Bob's your uncle. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I saw you um, put this on the, the notes and I thought I would get one too because at the time I thought I needed one, but actually it wasn't. I didn't need one. I wanted one. And it just it just looked like really good fun. Um, it is. And I got these things. I now I've shared a photograph with you. I put it round my telly. <laughs> it's very festive, Ted. Very yeah. Christmassy. I thought if I, I'm not going to have any lights in this place. I'll have a bit of a festive light. And but it is. I mean, what I've done with it is very tacky and leery. Um, something you see in Coronation Street. You know, one of their houses. Um, what you've done There'll with it. There'll be letters. There'll be letters. <laughs> what you've done with it is. Very very much more conservative and pragmatic. Well, that's um, only because but, I had a use case and sought one out. I mean, you would just yeah. decided you wanted one to play with, so why not yeah. stick it on the TV? Well, no, at the time I did. I thought I had a dark corner in the in the place that I needed a light in. Anyway, but um, the bonus of putting this somewhere near the television is that if you plug it into the USB of the TV, then the t- the, the lights go off when oh, you turn the telly sweet. off. Yes, very nice. So Do they you, not distract you, though? Do you not find that your view is being irritated by this row of lights around well, the television. I'm, I'm sure it won't survive into January. Okay. Which is well. Therefore, you can tell me something interesting when you do decide to remove it. Let me know how strong that 3M sticky actually is. Oh, okay. Well, when Whether I was putting it on, I was actually to get it off. 
when I was when I was putting it on, I actually thought to myself, "This is really sticky." Um, <laughs> You're going to so, regret this. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But you have anyway, to find yes, something else know. to stick on your te- television in its place. When you've removed the LEDs and there's a sticky rim around the TV, you'll have to decide what yeah. else you can stick on instead. Indeed. Plastic flowers or something. I've just noticed that I've done it on the wonk as well. It's um, it's it's higher one side. Than I the saw other. that in the picture, but I chose not to mention it. I thought, well, it's near the socket, so there's your excuse. It was a, it was, it was just a laugh. Um, but it's 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 interesting how they can knock out these lights. You know, very very cheap, and there's there's a lot of light that comes off, and it's really bright. As you said, you had to tone yours down. Yes, um, and and that might be um, distracting, as you say, watching the telly. I'll, I'll see over time. Yeah, great fun and very useful. What could be better? Um, and something else rather similar, my second quick item. Uh, um, I've been taking part in your fabulous um, photographic group, your camera creations group oh, yeah. this week, Ted, because I had a little issue with a lens. Um, I think I spoke on the show previously about how I've used an old Nikon DSLR camera as a webcam, and I've set yeah. that up through HDMI, and I'm astounded by the picture quality, absolutely delightful. But because of the positioning and the way everything is set up, the lens wasn't quite wide enough, and although um, I've got a lens which goes down to 18 mil, it wasn't. It still wasn't quite as wide as I would have liked for a couple of use cases. So I started looking up uh, wider lenses than 18 millimeter for Nikon, and of course no one will be surprised to know they were, you know, in the hundreds of pounds mostly, and even even the even second hand they were still coming in at just around 100, which was rather more than I wanted to pay. And so I started looking at these. I don't know what they call it. It's a funny old lens that you screw in front of the lens you've got to increase its width. I think it's called a wide angle filter, perhaps. But anyway, that's what this one calls oh, itself. Yeah. Universal ultra slim UV filter, 67 millimeter, 0.45 AF wide angle filter, £31.66. So a little bit expensive if it wasn't going to work. A bit, bit much for a red herring or a Billy Bass. <laughs> Mm. Um, but it does work. I mean, blow me. This thing arrived, and the first thing I noticed was it is of some quality. It had some heft to it. It had some build quality to it. It felt like a real product, not like a cheap and cheerful thing that's knocked out by some factory in China. So I was quite uh, confident when I screwed it on the front of the camera, and voila! I put a couple of pictures up in our recording notes, and I, I put them on the group as well for people to see. It does indeed widen the picture. It doesn't appear to do any sort of distortion. There doesn't seem to be any fisheye effect going on. I have achieved what I wanted for about a quarter of the price I thought I might have had to have paid. Very good. Yes, filters for the front of your lens. Um, as long as you get the right um, size filter, there's there's an all there's loads of options. It's like putting on a you know polarizing filter or yes, yes. or a skylight filter or. Um, yeah. In fact, yeah, this, I mean, this... I, I get the concept of filters, but this doesn't really filter. This actually gives no, you no. a wider field of view, yeah. doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's just, it's just adding a lens using the filter thread. Right. Um, which is, um, yeah, yeah, um, why not? It doesn't actually look as though it's gained you much, though, Aidan. It's only a, it's subtle, isn't it? It's gained me, I mean, in real terms, it's gained me nearly two feet, I'd say. Oh, OK. In the width of what I'm looking at, I would well, I enough. would think it's about a foot on each... I'm just turning my head, looking around. Yeah, it's about a foot on each side. OK. No, it's not a huge amount, but it's enough to, to do what I want to do. And not distort. And not distort, which is the good, yeah. the good bit, because that did worry me. I thought it might end up looking like I was in a fish tank. Very good. Link in the show notes to that one. Ultra slim universal filter. Very good. 
Thank you, sir. Right, I've got nice two. I'll let you solution. I got <laughs> I'll yeah, let I you got two. I got two more now. Two quick ones. First one was the Moor Crow bath mat. I've got a bath in this new place I'm living in, and this bath mat is really good. And I've had one before. I might have brought it on the show before, and I've had exactly did, the same. Yes. Yeah, and you stick it in the bath, and it's got suckers on the bottom, and you it sticks to the bottom like a, a uh, like a, a limpet, and. <laughs> You cannot move it when you when you pull the thing up. You've got to wrench it, and all the suckers come away, and it makes a great big noise. And it it works really really well. And when I step into this bath, I've not used it as a bath, so I, I can't imagine what it might do to someone's bum if you're sitting on it. But <laughs> just to just to stand on it, which was my purpose, um, it, it works really really well. And I felt much more secure and safe standing in the bath and turning around and getting in and out of the bath to have my shower. So yeah, recommended. Simple. Seven pound 89 um the more crow bath mat excuse me i'm just swallowing some tea there ladies and gentlemen um again exactly the same as steve bringing on the um the the light earlier in the show it's very good to hear you say that ted because if i had seen this at seven pounds 89 i would have said no way i'm not buying that i don't want my mum slipping and falling to her death in the bath but to have you say no 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 it does actually stick like a limpet and it's not going to shift that's good to know so thank you i share the recommendation then indeed um all you need now everyone is a bath (laughs) yes it does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> office Essentials Mesh Office Chair is next. There's Office Twice in there. Office Essentials Mesh Chair. <laughs> this is a simple chair that I got from Amazon um, to sit in my um, in front office. of my new my, yeah my new de- yes office in front of my my new. Um, podcasting station where I am no arms to it it's a swivel chair for a desk it's a bit like one of these what they call secretary chairs but it's a little bit better because it's got a it's got an upright back and mm-hmm. not just a, a thing in the middle for your back um, it's got wheels in the usual way in a star formation um, it, easy to assemble um, one of the good points about this was that it's good for 18 stones people and uh, most of them tend to be for 14 or 16 16 at a push but 18 is um is not so usual for these simple kind of um sitting chairs um seems comfortable enough i've been using it for two or three days now um and sometimes for long periods it it seems good and it feels quite supportive on the back um and also it was only 44 quid now you i could have got a simple secretary chair for 30 six i think it was i mean chairs are really cheap these days yeah um and you particularly ones you put together yourself like these um and in that 44 quid unbelievably was ups premium delivery oh wow i mean if you if if you and i had booked that up for a 44 pound item they probably would have charged us 20 quid for a premium delivery i know that amazon will get it cheaper than that but even so um yeah it was like next day and a big deal and big delivery thing 44 quid anyway the chair is really nice, really well made, um, so, and seems like it's taking my weight and just simple. Excellent. I'm. I, I admire you for taking that gamble, Ted, because I couldn't really imagine buying a chair without sitting in it first to check I liked it. I mean, yes, you can return it, but as you've just said, you might end up paying twenty quid to do so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, super. I can only say you took a punt and it paid off. So well done, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that is the good thing about Amazon because no, you don't pay to return stuff. No, you they, don't. They, you don't. I they was just pick being it up. <laughs> yeah. So you know that is the good thing about Amazon, and you don't need to worry about that kind of thing as long as you don't return too much stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying about trying stuff out, um, but I think that an office chair, a simple office chair, when you can see the measurements, and I mean, they're pretty much all the same, to be honest. You know, the, the only difference is, like, as, like I said, the maybe the style of the back or the yes, style of yeah. the, whatever, you know. Anyway, there you go. No, I'm just thinking, you know, of the days. Do you remember things called shops? You used to go in and look at things. I remember no. we used to go well, into sta- to Staples. <laughs> would have a whole set. You could go into Staples and sit on 15 different yes. office chairs and swivel around just for the fun of it and choose which yeah. one you liked. You I think I would want to do something like that if I was buying a chair, but then I'm a snob, so ignore me. <laughs> OK, let's move on. Better before... Well, this is a big one. I should have brought onto the show when the show was for show because this could take us the rest of this show. So let's just go by it quite quickly. And there will be letters because this is a controversial viewpoint I want to just throw out there. Bear in mind, dear listener, that I am a creative person who's made his career being a creative person. That may have have sway on what I'm about to say, which is that I actually preferred it when technology was not so prevalent, was not so easy, was not so cheap, was not so available. I remember the days when, as a say, as a writer, a singer, a composer, if you wrote a song, in order to make a demo, you had to save up, you had to go to a studio, you had to have a big day out, you had to pay for it. It was all very important and exciting and special. And that meant that what you did had to be bloody good, otherwise you'd waste your time and effort and money. Now... Every teenager has a laptop in their bedroom that can produce music of the same quality technically, which means that people just think, oh, I'll just throw two lines together and that's a song. I'll just press the button and let the computer generate something on the sequencer and that'll be a song. And I fear that artistic integrity is suffering at the hands of uh, clever technology. That is my proposition. Discuss. Uh, okay, we do that. We're doing it now, I suppose. I am certainly. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, do you do you know where I'm coming from, Ted, or do you think I do, oh, dear, I do. off on one again? I, I do understand where you're coming from, but but also it opens up the world of broadcasting and recording in this particular example to people like me. Um, who would have thought in the 1980s that I could have been doing what I do with podcasting and and MeWe groups and reviews and blah 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 and in, having an instant audience and getting your stuff out there and also people um are some people are are are, are spending lots of time doing this stuff even though you say that they can just knock it out really quickly but actually if you talk to someone like steve about the time he takes to create one of his um, videos reviews of a of a phone you'd be amazed at how many um, hours actually go into that to make it good and make it right and make it good. But I do agree with you in the sense that not everyone's doing that and people can just, if they want to, throw something out really quickly. Um, Yes, I think that's a fair argument. So I think my my counter to that is, for instance, someone like Steve and someone like yourself working very hard and making a decent product that is good and is worth hearing, you are then drowning in a sea of mediocrity of all the other people who are producing crap which previously wouldn't have been in your way if you had said 20 years ago i've made a record you can hear it well in those days it would be i'll give you a record to play people would be very very interested now if you say i've made a record you can listen to it on itunes they go yeah 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 who hasn't yeah yeah yep i do get it I, i see both sides of that absolutely and the the pros and cons better before 
As usual, it's really difficult, isn't it? Yeah, and do you know what? I think if I take off my selfish hat, I totally agree with you, Ted, and I think it's actually marvellous that there is the opportunity for anybody who wants to to have a go. So yeah. I think what I'm really saying is I would advocate some greater system of vetting. Perhaps not everyone's podcast can immediately be put up until somebody has decided it's worthy of going up or mm -hmm. songs should not be automatically accepted onto iTunes until somebody with musical ability has listened to them and decreed that it's worth it. What I do agree with you, though, and I think was better before, is what you said about having a day out and going to the studio and, and going. It's, it's a bit like what we used to do with those things you mentioned just now with shops. You know, yes, yes. You, you go out for the day to Portsmouth or Southampton, in my case, and it would be a, a big event and you would look forward to it the day before and you would you would plan the things that you were going to go and yep. look at and, 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 and which staples chairs you were going to sit in. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> and all yeah. the rest of it. And, and that whole thing... I think has gone not because of COVID but because no. we just order everything online anyway and the, the whole shopping expedition yes. and in your case the, the, the excitement of going to the studio ex expedition is, it, is now no longer. I and do I get think that. if you've got only one shot at it, if you've only got one hour in the studio or one afternoon in the shops, you know you're going to have to get it right so you do better preparation than you would if you just had a laptop in your sitting room and you could just go in and do it whenever you wanted to. Indeed. Thank you. A good, a good topic, both sides seen. Um, a quick one um, that Chris Kelly brought forward was the telephone book. And he says, was it better when you could find phone numbers in a book? Harry Myrie says, no, it was a massive waste of time. Sometimes I would have to drive seven miles to the library to look up a phone number because I didn't have the, the phone book from the next city. We would have collections of phone books at home for other cities. Boo on phone books, he says. <laughs> Philip Tomlinson says, Every time I ever thought about using one of those, the person I wanted ended up being ex-directory. Yes, yes. David Breakwell finishes up by saying, It's better now. You can find any number from the smartphone on the internet and everyone is accessible. I was. It's absolutely true. I my dad tends to um, think in the old-fashioned way of trying to find out phone numbers. And I say to him, just Google it. And not only will it give you the number straight away, it will give you a button to tap to call them. You know, and so, yeah, I, I think Chris, um, well, Chris didn't actually pass opinion whether it was better before. No, he he just po he posed the question. And I think, Chris, uh, most people agree with me in saying, no, it wasn't better before. Aidan? Do you know what? You'll be surprised. I also agree that it was not better before <laughs> because now, as you know, we have Google Homes in every room and all you have to say is Google keyword. What's the phone number for? And it will just speak it. Yeah. So yeah. you don't even have to go. You don't have to find a phone or a screen. I mean, in, in, in the Bell household. So absolutely not better before. Sorry, Chris. On the other hand, on the other hand, um, you know, a, a day out to the library might be like a day out trip to your well, there recording, is that. recording there is that. studio. I remember a conversation, <laughs> it must have been on Whatever Works, about how it was nice when you had to go and look things up in the library and the Indeed. trip and the excitement and the smell and the feel and the texture of the books. 
Like like your trip to a recording studio. Yeah, you and have. lastly, there's a big conversation going on in the MeWe group. We won't yes. dip into it here. But no. it's a, it was led by Robert McCrowan on the benefits of electronic cars, um, EVs over petrol. Loads of points being made either side for the argument. Very interesting read. The post was put up by him on Wednesday the 18th of November at 3.12pm. <laughs> Sorry, we can't link to URLs in the MeWe group, which is a, a, a good thing and a bad thing which we've discussed before but that's when it was if you want to join in that conversation then do head across to MeWe and um, track it down absolutely petrol versus electricity and everything else from horse manure to wind (laughs) not connected I hasten to add (laughs) (laughs) you know what I want to put in room 101 this week this fortnight I'm sorry Ted (laughs) Yes. Again, it's a bit unkind, but it's people who put funny photos and videos, etc., in emails or social media to me ad hoc without any thought. Now I'm <laughs> all for I'm I, I am all for funny videos and pictures and gifts and comments boo, and jokes. Boo. If it's to a person and I know that person and I know their sense of humour and we have a relationship, a friendship where we know what tickles each other and we'll send stuff to each other and that's fine and that's funny. What I do not like with a passion is looking on my social media feed or worse still opening my email and somebody has sent me a bloody video or a picture which A, I don't find funny, and B, I don't even know why they've sent it to me because I just think this just doesn't even apply to me. Why have you... I, I, I have to say, I'm, I have no objection to humorous memes being distributed, but please do it with people when you know that they're going to like it. Oh, well, I'm taking I'm taking it a step further and saying that they should just be abolished. They're so they're so kind of 15 years ago to to be doing this kind of childish Facebook stuff. I, whenever I see one of these stupid things, I think, good grief, it's not even funny. All right, yes, I do take your point about if you really know someone well, you will know what they will find funny. Yes. Fair enough, but it, people don't do that, and you're right. It, I it, it it's just out there, and it's just annoying because it's it's 99 times out of 100 it's just not funny rubbish oh well there we are I, you you took the ball <laughs> and you ran with it ted didn't you <laughs> let's see if we can soothe things with a couple of gold stars oh no we can't I don't think I like anyone this week. Oh, dear. No, <laughs> Have you got any gold stars? I haven't got any gold stars. Um, uh, let's try and think one up. No, we can't. No. People people in MeWe land, do let us know who you want to give a gold star to. Otherwise, we'll have to drum up some that don't really matter. I want to give a gold star <laughs> to anybody who thought of sending me that unfunny video and then decided against. Yes, good idea. <laughs> And I'm going to give a, um, a gold star in advance to anyone that gives us an idea for a gold star. Yes, thank you. Keep them coming, folks. <laughs> We're done, I think. Um, we are, sir. Relatively short show this week, but never mind. We'll be back in a fortnight's time. Oh, I don't know. By the one. time I've put the four and a half hours of Aiden Bell jingles in, it's probably oh, yeah. be close to the hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, whateverworks.works is where you'll find um, the show notes, but they'll also be embedded with our new system into your podcatcher. So do have a look at those and um, tap along to the links as you go. We'll make sure all the links are in there, obviously. 
tedsalmon.com is where you'll find me aidenbell.com is where you'll find Aiden and the MeWe group is where it all happens so please do get in there and uh, do that for us and with us so we can bring the highlights of that to future shows it's where it's at what? (laughs) ignore me ignore me I'm tired I need my sleep (laughs) okay let's say then don't forget Whatever Whatever works, works!